crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the CEO Raider podcast. It is your host, John Mayetta. If you don't already subscribe, please subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, all the Android platforms. We are everywhere. Today I wanted to talk about a post that I made yesterday about quality leadership teams. And this would be a function of leadership teams that I experienced back in my equity research days when I was a sell-side analyst covering technology company. And to a lesser extent, my experience as, a, as an employee, my experience as an entrepreneur. But these are some some principles. You may find this posting on our social media accounts. So you, you may find CEO Raider on Twitter, at CEO Raider, Facebook, at CEO Raider, LinkedIn, CEO Raider, one word. And so the title of this post is Quality Leadership. And the point I was trying to make is that a leadership team, quality or otherwise, is the single most important variable in determining whether or not a particular company is going to be successful. And you can define success however you like, financial performance, operating performance, stock performance, whatever the case may be. And quality leadership teams, and notice I say leadership because there's a difference between leadership and management. Managers manage, they administer, they move paper from one side of the desk to the other. Leaders lead. Leaders make difficult decisions. Leaders tackle challenges head on. Leaders take on initiatives even when they may not be the most politically expedient thing to do. And so there's a, a, a stark difference between leaders and managers. So some people may say, hey, you know, an end, an end market is, is more important than whether or not a particular leadership team is quality or otherwise. And to that, I'd say I'd rather take an, an A leadership team, a grade A leadership team in a B or C end market than have, you know, sort of an A plus end market that's growing like crazy with a, with a, C, man, with a C leadership team, or in this case, it would be a C management team. Right, leaders lead. Leaders, by definition, aren't C's and D's. So, a a quality leadership team, if they're in a a, a poor end market, they'll figure out how to exit that market gracefully and repurpose, repackage the company and the product portfolio for a more attractive end market. A quality leadership team in an attractive end market will maximize that opportunity. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they'll grow faster than the peer group. Let's look at cybersecurity as an example. One risk that I could potentially see with cybersecurity market from, a, from the vendor standpoint is that particularly where you have a lot of private companies and they're all looking for you know, growth capital and, and so forth and they want to maximize growth and show top line growth and show more growth than their competitive pair group, it's awfully tempting to chase growth. A quality leadership team in that scenario will chase growth but not at the expense of destabilizing the company so they will pursue growth in an orderly fashion they'll pursue profitable growth they will do so while providing a high level of customer service and i don't necessarily mean the customer service function but the entire customer experience from the time the deal is signed through the onboarding process through kind of the day-to-day any any maintenance issues that may occur upselling whatever the case may be the whole sort of customer life cycle you know quality leadership team is not going to jeopardize that customer experience you know, for the purposes of, of, of signing a, a new deal such that they can maintain, maintain some artificial growth rate and, and, and please uh, would-be investors. They're going to do what's best for the company. A quality leadership team is going to hire the best people. 
They're not going to sacrifice the culture. They're not going to erode the culture in an effort to make some bogey on the hiring side to satisfy some growth projection. Right? Think of the scenario of maybe like a, a private company that just did a B round and now they're thinking about a, a C round and there's a lot of board pressure to hire, 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 hire faster, hire more people. And you as the CEO know that that's just not the right thing to do, that it's not allowing you to build a good core foundation for the company. And you'd rather pull back on growth so that you can maintain quality at the bottom of that employee pyramid and ensure that customers have the best value experience. So politically, that may be a tough thing to do to push back on your board when you know you're going to need that capital. And at some point, there's going to be need to be another round. So you may have to go to the board and say, hey, I want to push out that C round and I want to pull back on our numbers a bit. Otherwise, it's going to bite us on the D round. Something's going to break. Not an easy thing to do, not a popular thing to do, certainly not the politically expedient thing to do, but a quality leadership team would make that gutsy call. Quality leadership teams will pursue new exciting product initiatives that have promise, even when perhaps doing so would jeopardize the core business, cannibalize sort of the, the legacy business, if you will, the cash cow. So another situation that may require some intestinal fortitude whereby you may have to go to public company investors. Let's say we're talking about a public company. They have a legacy business. It has a 50% operating margin. You have a faster growing portfolio of newer products that are growing at two or three times the rate of the, of the legacy business. And they may have a, you know, a modest operating profit of five or 10%. And you believe as CEO that in order to maximize the growth opportunity with the new product portfolio, you have to exit the core legacy business or wind it down rapidly, whatever the case may be. But you have to get rid of it, get the culture and the company's DNA focused on the new stuff. You believe that to your core, and now you have a job to do. You have to sell it to the board and you have to sell it to investors. So once you convince the board, then you have to hit Wall Street and put new guidance out there. Do a non-deal roadshow, talk about it. Let's say this transition period takes four to six quarters. You're going to have to talk about it not only on each quarterly earnings call, but hit the road in between as a quality leadership team would do and keep people up to speed, right? Under promise, over deliver. You know, hey, we have to do this because we've got to get the DNA oriented around the new growth initiatives, which is where the company needs to be in order to be effective tomorrow. If we keep focusing on the core, the market's going to move away from us and then, you know, it's it's, it's done. We won't be a growth company. We, we not only won't be a growth company, we're going to be an irrelevant company and we're going to be out of business. And as you start to make the change, you give uh, the street updates on uh, not just numbers, but his kind of where we are. Here's what we're hearing from customers. Here's where we're iterating. You don't have to give them the operating plan. You don't have to tell them how the sausage is made. And I'm talking about you, the CEO, and the, and the leadership team talking to institutional investors. You don't have to fully pull back the, the, the curtain, but give them some, some milestones to show how you're sort of progressing through this transition period over, over time. So nobody said that any of that, any of the above is easy. It's hard. But quality leadership teams will do the hard thing if the hard thing is the right thing. We will see you next time. 